Welcome back to In The Booth. I'm Sean Booth, and thank you guys for tuning in, wherever you're listening from. Maybe you are in Nebraska today. Maybe you are in Montreal. Who knows where you are, but we appreciate the support as always. And it is officially Movember. I got the mustache, and hopefully you guys join my team. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year. We get to raise money for mental health, for men's health issues such as prostate cancer, uh, all that stuff. So check out the link in my bio. And we got a fun episode for you guys today. I'm very excited for our next guest in the hot seat. She has over 1 billion career streams. That's a lot of streams. Uh, she's two-time ACM New Female Vocalist nominee. Yes. She has over 220 million YouTube views, 1.5 million followers. She is the first country face to represent a global beauty brand. That's oh, yeah. impressive. Thank you. She has a children's book. Yep. You're an author? I'm an author. An How author did that happen? called <laughs> Raising Me a Country Girl. She is known for her one of a kind electric personality and most importantly, a wife and mother to Daisy Ray. Give it up for Ray Lynn. Hey, hey. Thank you. Do I clap? I'm going to clap. Yeah, clap it up. If you have a girl, honestly, if you have a boy too, I'm going to send you my book. Oh, yeah, because if you have a boy, he needs to know about country girls. That's right. And if it's a country girl, you got to gotta know about being in the country, man. So it's just like a how-to guide or what? No. So I wrote a song when I was eight. I think I was like a little over eight months pregnant. And it was my last time in the studio before I was going to be on maternity leave. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, what's the last song that I want to write before I pop this kid out? Yeah. And I had um, the idea called Raising Me a Country Girl. And I was like, if I want Daisy to be anything, I want her to be a sweet, fun, little crazy, full of grit, full of grace country girl. And so I kind of wrote down all the things that I grew up with as a kid. And I put them on a song, and then the song did so well that I decided to make a children's book. That's fantastic. And how cool is it that you get to write music that your kid can listen to one day? It's pretty cool. Even though, like, I think she likes my music, but she's really into, um, like, Spanish, like, uh, like Latin music right now. Really? Like, the dang, da dee 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 Like, Daisy loves, like, loves that song. So she, but she definitely, like, she likes my music, I think. So did you sing to her? Like, cause I try and now with Dre, they say if you start talking to the belly, yes. like after a certain point, yep. they can hear you. Did Absolutely. You yeah. I mean, she was on stage with me. I did shows up into 38 weeks pregnant. That's so cool. I was, and then I had Daisy 39 and a half cause they induced me cause I have type one diabetes. So, um, but no, I performed like the whole time and I swear that's why she loves music so much because she was on stage with on me stage. and she heard me. Like, of course she could hear all the songs I was singing right. and playing. And I definitely had some emotional times on stage being pregnant and just feeling her move when I was on stage. And it was always a joke because I had my guitar and I could fit my guitar on my belly. I, I wore it the whole time. I didn't think I was going to towards the end, but That's I was carrying her kind of low. So it worked out. Was that your favorite performances? Oh my gosh, my favorite performance was I was performing at Wee Fest and I was opening up for Blake Shelton. And I mean, I was big and pregnant. And it was yeah. it was pretty it was pretty hot, but like we got through it. And I look back at those photos and I'm like, women truly are the most incredible. We can we can we can literally do it all. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Like, and I had so much energy too. Like I I felt great and I but I love those pictures because I can be able to show those to Daisy one day and say, I, 
You performed. I performed like, with yeah. you. You were with yeah. me. And it's funny now when I see her because she's a little she's a little wild. Right. Obviously. Um, but she's so funny and her cute little personality. I'm like, it's so crazy that I had her in my stomach and she was with me on stage in that moment. Like when you like when Dre looks back at photos of y'all together and then after you meet your baby, it's it's so surreal to think that they were with you that whole time. I know, because sometimes precious. I'm like just sitting in the room and I'm like, We're hanging out with our baby right now. Yeah. And they're just right there, just yeah. chilling. You don't know what it is yet, though. I'm I'm proud of you for being the person that can wait. Me and Josh are not those kind of people. I I think if I had one boy and one girl, maybe the it. third I could. But then also I'm like, nah, I'd want to know if, like, am I going to have to deal with two sisters? Or am I going to have to deal with two brothers? But why do I need to know within nine months? Like, Because at the end of the day, it's like, it is what it is. Exactly. Everybody's so, like, how are you going to know how to decorate? I'm like, listen, I could put together a nursery through Amazon in one day. Absolutely. And honestly... They don't really need the nursery. Like, there's so much pressure around. We mm -hmm. were talking about this a little bit before, but like, you need this, you need that. No, they just need milk, a car seat. And I will say, a Duna is a must if you travel a lot. Yeah. That is the one car seat and stroller. That thing is the best invention. It does, it is a sad day when your child outgrows that thing. I will say, it was a sad day on our house, but they really don't need much. Like, I, we put Daisy in her room at like, I think three or four months. So it's like, okay. we had this whole nursery. Didn't and then when it. she was, a, and I put her in there sometimes, but you were so like, and you're just a mega control freak, right? When you have your kid, like, I remember just sitting there and just like making sure she was breathing 24 seven. Yeah. Like, you know, but. Yeah, they don't even need their dad when they're that young. No, it's, it's. <laughs> we yes, don't do anything. Do. Yes, they do. Every dad's it like, is, I feel like I couldn't do anything for like the first six months. Josh was a wreck. After we had Daisy and they Brought her over to like, you know, check all of her vitals and, um, you know, wash her down or whatever. He he put his hand in there and her little like hand like uh, just grabbed his finger and he literally melted. just lost it. Yeah. And watching a six foot two, you know, ex athlete, Green Beret, all those things melt, yeah. like just ball his eyes out. It was very attractive, but also very sweet. You're like, damn. Yeah. I married the right guy. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, you're you're going to melt. You're going to melt. Oh, I know I am. I'm going to be uh, a mess, I think, in the hospital. And Dre's going to do so great. Um, she's so awesome. She's an electric personality. She does, and she's been such a badass. I'm like, I always say, I'm like, I feel like she was just like made to have babies. Like, she just kills it. You, she never complains. Um, just goes along with all of her daily responsibilities. Like, you know, she's getting to the point now where she's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And so we're six weeks away. So how many weeks pregnant is that? What's like the full term? Uh, full term is 40. So she's like 34 weeks. Yeah, yeah that's, 34 that's, weeks. That's a lot. I mean, 39 because I ended up going, I had to be induced because I have type 1 diabetes. And by the, I remember 38. I was just like sitting there. I was wearing Josh's big old extra large Braves t-shirt, <laughs> eating like, I loved Lunchables. And that's probably like the worst thing to eat when you're pregnant. You know what? That's another thing too. I ate a small fry and people can come at me or whatever. I ate like the, I got a, a fry from Chick-fil-A every day and I drank a Diet Dr. Pepper. Not that I drink the whole thing, no, but I was craving that. Diet DP, baby. Like that's what I wanted. And people keep asking that too. Like what does Dre crave? Because that means she's having this or that and she hasn't had any, any crazy craving. Nothing crazy. I just wanted fries every day. Like that's why. I, I want just, fries every yeah, day and I'm not even pregnant. Like, so I would get like a Chick-fil-A salad. And the fries, which yeah. is balance. Yeah. You know? It's all about balance. And it you said is. She has like a outgoing personality. Do you think 
that she has more of a personality like you or your husband? Well, my husband is outgoing around the people that he's close to, but he's he's very chill. Uh, I definitely think she has more of my person because she like walk into a room and like go straight up to another kid and start playing. Um, but she is like her dad in the way like when she wakes up, she needs her time. Like she wants to cuddle. She wants to get her yogurt. She loves like a little bit of routine in the morning. Me, I wake up and I'm like, let's go. You yeah. know, and so that's the that's the way that me and him are kind of different. But she's I see a little bit of both of us in her personality. Um, and she's very particular. So she'll like, like if she was like looking at something, she wants to see how everything operates. Like, and she will sit there for 30 or 40 minutes trying to figure out how do you open this? What do you do? Yeah. What does this button do? And that definitely comes from Josh. Cause I'm a little more ADD. Like I'm like, I would have already been bored with that, but she right. wants to know how it works, do everything. And then she'll move on to the next thing, which I think is kind of cool. That's cool. I can't wait. And you came in here today and you said you're feeling a little nauseous. And I was like, do you have any special no, announcements no, you want to no, make no. right I just now? Don't eat a blizzard. <laughs> That's the night it. Before. That's it. I mean, I haven't, I didn't realize, I know, what if I thought I was pregnant today? That'd be funny. <laughs> no, I haven't like had a full-blown blizzard from Dairy Queen in a really long time. I think I'm legit getting old now. Like, That's what I said. You know, and I have type 1 diabetes, like, so I probably shouldn't have been having a blizzard anyways. But like, as a kid, I would eat a blizzard, take some insulin. Let's go. Yeah. You know? But now, if I do eat something sweet, it's more like on the air, like, you know, those little carb smart bars or like, you know. Right. Like not real ice cream. It's like just to get through. Or I'll have like a couple pieces of dark chocolate. But I was feeling an Eminem blizzard last night, and I ate it, and now I feel like because I was thinking in my head like a slushy. But you're talking about the blizzard. That's the ice cream. And then you can add the no candy. the candy. Yeah, yeah. Josh got a peanut butter, and Josh was fine. He ate a whole one. Oh. Guys are different though. They're built different. Did you have a lot of trick or treaters? What did you guys do for Halloween? So we went over to our friend John Summer, John and Summer's house, and they have a little girl. We so our neighborhood, like it's not really a neighborhood; it's just like a dead end street. Mm -hmm. And Daisy's the only kid on the street, so it's like we don't have any trick or treaters. Yeah. So it's like, and I feel like if we can get through one more year of not having to trick or treat, I'm totally game. She's two. I mean, she's not gonna really. She's not gonna eat all the candy. It's gonna be me and Josh are eating the candy. She can't yeah. even eat the candy. So. Yeah. I'm going to wait until next year. Okay. Just, so we just went over there, hung out, you know. Yeah, because I got um, into a debate at the gym today where people were like, if your baby or kid can't walk, you shouldn't take them trick-or-treating. Oh, I absolutely agree with that. Right? I mean, if you have other kids. Yeah, of course. Put them in the thing where I'm like, but if you can get away with it and not have to trick-or-treat, why do it? Because we had a few, a few of my friends were having trick-or-treat, like they were doing it. I'm just like. Daisy is too. Like she's not doesn't understand the concept of trick or treating. She would now if she watched her other friends do it, she would be she would get it. Mm -hmm. She's very smart and figure it out. But like, and then I'm gonna have to fight her to get all the candy back. That sounds mm -hmm. miserable. Like yeah. we're just gonna go over to our friend's house, eat some tri tip, let her play with some babies and hang out. Call it a night. Take a family photo, wear the costumes for five minutes. What was the costume? We were minions this year. All right. She loves minions. Okay. So we were we were minions. And so that is cool to watch too, because I feel like they change what they like so oh, often. Yeah. Well, we say that she speaks minion. Like she's like, rah, 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 rah. like she literally just I don't know what the hell she's saying at, at all times. Like, of course she knows how to communicate some things, but she is just I was like telling Josh, I was like, she's been watching too much minions, man. Like we gotta 
but she doesn't like Miss Rachel. Like she likes Miss Rachel for a little bit. Miss Rachel's awesome. Who's Miss Rachel? So you got to learn about Miss Rachel. Yeah. If you ask any parent who Miss Rachel is, they're going to be like, oh, hell yeah, she rocks my world. <laughs> She's this woman and she has a YouTube channel and it's teaches your kids like how to say, you know, words like mama, dada, or like sign language. And she is like a speech therapist. So mm-hmm. like she, the way that she does her mouth and everything, like it's really easy for kids to learn. Okay. And we, I will say when Daisy started watching it, it really has helped her a lot. And it just, they have like zero to six months. And like right when you're laying ba- your, your baby on the floor or whatever, and she's, you can let it, why am I calling it a she? I think you're having a girl. I think so too. Okay. Yeah. If you're not, I'm really I'm sorry to your yeah. son. No, I've but. had a couple of vivid dreams the last couple of weeks where it was like a super blonde little girl because I had my hair was like blonde, blonde, white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Miss Rachel sounds very southern. I feel like I've n- she's not southern. She's not. No, she's not southern. Because I feel like you southern. She's from like New York. Like her and her her and her um husband like did theater. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I'm from Connecticut, but anytime like. I moved here like 10 years ago and people always say like Miss Rachel or Miss this and Miss yeah. that. I'm like, that's not like a Northern thing. I feel like it's very Southern. It is very Southern. Do you like it here? I do. Okay. I love it. Yeah. It's changed. I mean, even- It's changed so much. How long have you been here now? 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. When did you first start um, booth camp? Like the one was- 2018. 2008. Okay. That was a little further in. Okay. Yeah. Further in. But no, it's been cool. Nashville's awesome. It's growing. It's a good city. It's changing a lot. It is. For it better, is. for worse. I mean- What do you think? I always think it's beautiful when a city is like growing and all those things. Like it's great for our city, but also too, it's like losing a little bit it's of its losing a little bit charm. of its of its charm. I, I feel like I feel like every time I come downtown in Nashville, like I remember when I could come downtown to Nashville, run a few errands, go grab a coffee, yeah. sit there, check some emails. I literally like when if I had like twenty minutes to spare, I had twenty minutes to spare, and I couldn't even find parking. Yeah, at my favorite little coffee shop, and I was like. I hate this. I know. Like, I was so excited. And especially as a mom, like, you have 20 minutes. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sit, yeah. drink coffee, and silence. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, so that part, I feel like it's losing that little bit of charm that it had. Yeah. But it's still, we live outside of Nashville, like, closer to Hendersonville. Um, and I and I like it better out there. Yeah. But, I mean, Nashville's still fun. Like, I love living close to a major city because there's always something to do. Always. That's Always. the cool thing about Nashville. Yeah. Any night of the week, there's something Any to do. Any night of the week. All our friends live here. Um, we have such a great community of friends. And you know what's funny, too? Like, I, we had a friend come visit us this last week, and she was like, so many, like, influencers and random people live in Nashville. Besides, like, random. that's another thing is it's become more of, like, a hub that people just love to live because it's still a great place to live, but you can get a lot of work done too and yeah. network and stuff like that. It's very you don't feel that in every city. Right. It's very artsy and it's very uh it's a creative city yes. and there are so many influencers in Nashville now. There it's is. trendy. It's trendy to it's be in trendy. Nashville. And I was saying on a recent episode, I think maybe I don't know when I say it, but I feel like the show Nashville put Nashville yep. on the map, right? And then it became super popular and now with social media and bachelorette parties and it's uh yeah, it's a great city. I still have never done a party bus. What? I want to do a party bus so bad. Yeah. I turn 30 next year. I'm definitely not doing a party bus for my 30th. I'm I mean, if you're way. Maybe struggling. I'll take a party bus to my birthday. I was going to say, but if you're struggling with, uh, what did you have last night? Uh, blizzards? A blizzard? Oh, listen, I can drink, might... though. I can drink tequila. Tequila? <laughs> yeah. Bye. No, I can handle What about tequila. a bushwhacker? 
No. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. I'm like, I'm a margarita girl. Okay. Like margaritas, tequila shots. That's my vibe. I you, love tequila. So do you love Broadway? What? Like, like going on Broadway? Yeah. I mean, Broadway, I think, is more fun now that I'm a mom because I yeah. don't go out very much. So yeah. when I when we go to Broadway, me it's and Josh, like, it's you're like, going out. we are going yeah. out. Yeah. Like, we went out, was it? It was probably a couple years ago. Remember, we we got like the little mezzanine spot at Dirk Bentley's um, bar, and it's fun because you're away a little bit, but you get to watch all yeah. the action. And it, I forgot how fun it is. It's like fun. when you get into the environment, yeah. it's fun. But I don't know how people do that every weekend, though. No, like, I could not do it every weekend. But when you get out and like you yeah. do it, it's fun. I just don't like. The bar hopping, like being in the yeah. cold. I always like, it makes me uncomfortable seeing like those girls wearing nothing out there. I'm like, bitch, I know you're cold. Yeah, I know you're freezing. You right freezing. Now. Yeah, you look good though. You look great. Yeah, but you're but, cold but as shit. Honestly, like any logical man's thinking you need a sweater. Like, yeah, well, there's know, not probably many logical men out yeah, in Broadway. You're probably <laughs> right. But like, I was thinking about that. We, we went out, was it the time we went to meet one of Josh's buddies and we were in line? I'm wearing a big old sweatshirt. It's probably Josh's sweatshirt, leggings, and some cute yeah. like combat boots. And these girls are wearing feather strapless oh, tops, yeah. which I have a couple feather strapless tops, but you wear them in the yeah, know, not in yeah. the freezing cold weather, and you have a jacket. But I was like, so much respect. I'm so glad to be married and yeah. at a bar in my going sweatshirt. Home by 10 but then when you get inside the bar, you get hot. That's exactly. the thing. Is it's so it's like, and you don't want to carry the jacket. So I kind of get it. It's fun. It's, a, it's it is fun. It is fun. But it's um, it's I probably go. We probably go to Broadway now like two times a year. I'm the guy that is like, let's go to Broadway. My father-in-law. We always joke like something about the pandemic and, and people not being able to hang out with each other and not mm-hmm. being able to party really messed up him. And so he loves going to bars and yeah. he loves partying. And he's you know 67. Doesn't want to leave. He wants to shut the bar down. At 3 a.m. That's and right. I think that that is so hilarious. He goes, look at all these people. Everybody's having a good time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sit down, Mark. We're exhausted. Yeah. It's so fun. I like Mark. I need to go out there. Yeah, because need, I'm the same you, way. You need to go out with Mark. He does not want to leave. Fun. I have too much fun. Yeah. Where I want everybody to have as much fun as possible with me. And I'll be out there till 7 in the morning if I, I could. I love it. Uh, we got to get you a, a bar on Broadway. When are you going to have? Know. One day, Ray man. Lins. One day. That's a sweet deal those guys got. They do. <laughs> They do. We need. A, we do need a Raylan bar. It'd be pretty. It'd be pretty yeah. rowdy. It'd be pretty fun. We have what? Miranda's. Does she Miranda's, have one? Miranda's the only girl that really yeah. has a bar down there. And then a um, bunch of dudes. How do you feel about women in country music? Let's talk about that. You know, I feel like a lot of women are crushing it. I feel like there's always space for more. Obviously, I will say that I think the way where we're at in country music now, there's so many ways to break through, and with streaming and with just social media you you don't have to like i mean country radio is still very important in in, in country music but there's so many artists and females breaking through you know just by themselves through streaming and so many other platforms like it's honestly like music industry is like the wild wild rest right now it is so it's like you kind of got to find your niche, follow that, and just put out good music and, and see what see what happens. I feel like it's been really good. I feel like girls are just crushing it right now. There's so many right. women that I love. I love the authenticity that's coming from women right now. Just really being super vulnerable and kind of going back to those original country roots of like, you know, Loretta Lynn and Dolly Parton, even though Dolly Parton sang 9 to 5, she wrote 9 to 5 and Jolene in the same day. Like, or no, 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 I will always love you and Jolene in the same day. Like, she was a... 
full of depth, but also full of sass. And I think we're seeing that more with women, like, you know, just writing really great songs. But also women are having fun again. I think it's important. Like, I could not live in Sadland. Like, some of my biggest songs were Love Triangle and She Chose Me and songs that are more heartfelt. But if I had songs like that, I would like, that's not not my personality. Like, it is a part of me. But like, I have to have like the rowdy, the keep up, the girls, like the up tempo, because first of all, that's how you create a show. And second of all, like, it's fun. What I love about your voice and your sound is I feel like you have such a unique voice, but also at the same time, it's so like country and classic, which I love because I feel like I grew up on that sound. And um, a lot of people now say, you know, country is very pop, but Mm -hmm. it's like your sound is so country. Thank you. That I love that. And I I just love country music. Yes, I do. I feel like my first record was a little more pop, which that's where I was. That's where my headspace was at. And I and I also get irritated when like people are like, "Oh, you've changed," or "You can't put out that's too pop," or "That's too this." Like, we're. Have you ever met a creative person in your life? We like we everybody evolves. Everybody evolves, and everybody's songs are different. Like that's why I love Morgan Wallen or Hardy or different artists like that because one of their songs will sound super country and the other one will sound like a freaking you know pop record and it's right. like the only thing that that matters is your voice and that sounding the same yeah. you know and um but yeah my my first record leaned more into that i would call it pop country but there was but love triangle wasn't that it was super right. country but i've kind of where i'm at now i just i just love country instrumentation and i grew up on the greats and the songs that I'm writing are kind of geared towards more of that, but they're also very fun. And I also right. have like 808s and shit in them too. So you can't get me away from 808s. I grew up in Baytown, Texas. Like, all right. You know, Beyonce was from Houston. So Baytown's close to Houston. All right. So I grew up go. on like rap and country. And that's what you listen to on your free time, would you say? Pretty much. I do really love Latin music too. Like, I just love anything with a good beat. And another cool thing about music now is there's no like roles. Right. Like, just put out a great record that you're proud of and see where it lands. Like, why do you have to make something sound a certain way for somebody else? How do you want it to sound? It's your record. It's your art. And so you're talking a lot about writing. So do you write most of your stuff? Oh, yeah. I write all of it. I've only released... How many songs were released that I haven't written? I think two. One was for um, this anti-sex trafficking um, organization. They help, like, women and children that have been sex trafficked, like get out of those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I released a song with them. I didn't write that. And then I didn't write a song on my first record called The Apple, but everything else I've written. That's yeah. awesome. That's a tough process, I feel like. You just go. It is and it isn't. It's so funny. I feel like I love hearing people that aren't like in the music yeah. row scene. Like, it, like me. It de- I- or like Josh is like, you know, how do you like leave with a song or my dad? Like, right. you know, how do you leave with a song? And then in a day it's done. Like that doesn't, but just like you have your nine to five, like that's almost like our nine to five. It's like work. Like we go in, we all talk about an idea and we're all like, all right, that sounds cool. And then we start writing it. And some days you're more inspired than others, but it's kind of like you just show up every day. And then, you know, when you do strike that little bit of gold, it's like, damn, this is what, this is why I love music. But I will say, like, I now, I got a little burnout. Everybody's different. There's some people that can write four to five songs a week. I'm not that way. Mm-hmm. I, I get, like, I get pretty burned out. So I like to write two to three times a week, maybe two. Like, two's perfect for me because I know it's gonna get, I'm going to get two really good songs. But it also depends on who I'm writing with. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm writing with certain girls that I love to write with, I could write six days straight. 
and mm-hmm. know that we would get gold every day. It all depends on like, because it's like a blind date going into a riding session and you don't know the two people that you're riding with and you're like having to write some song that's personal to you. And it's like, I don't want to tell this guy my life. Yeah, or like, you, you know, need to be able to connect with them. Yeah, you have to connect with them. But everybody kind of knows going in, oh, this person writes like this. or Right. I do try to like surprise people because I really do like to write everything. I don't like to write just country music. So writing and performing are my two favorite parts of country of, of music of being an artist. Have you walked into a writing room and just been like, oof, I'm not feeling this. I'm out of here. Yeah. Multiple times. I'm like, eh, not gonna now work. that I have a kid, damn. Yeah. That's a that mentality good, changes, that right? Mentality your time's important It's to important, yeah. but like, I'm like, ah, yeah. you gotta take her to a doctor's appointment. Yeah. But you know, we just were like, up. Oh, and yeah. I normally don't use that car very often because I don't ride with people I don't like anymore. But there's been some times where I feel like I'm beating my head against the wall and I know it's right. not going to go anywhere. And yeah, that part's hard. Yeah. And you're talking about breaking through into the industry. Yes. Your big breakthrough, The Voice. Yeah, I was on The Voice. Season two? Season two. Like dude. OG. I'm an OG. That's OG voice. That's OG. Yeah. That's OG shit. It was funny because... <laughs> We went back for Blake. So Blake just got done with, was it 25 seasons or 20? Yeah, he was did a, a ton of it's seasons. It's been that long? It's been so many seasons he's done. Did he do 20? No, did he do 25? I don't know how many numbers it was, but it was, they brought back some of the alumni from over the years to do a big performance for him. Well, everybody that they brought back won the show. I didn't win my season, but I'm like Tom Brady. Like I was like, like the last round pick, but they were yeah. like, you know what? She's done a lot with her life. She can come back <laughs> and perform. But it was funny because I was doing interviews and they were like, so what season did you win? And I was like, nah, yeah, man, I'm top yeah. 12, man. I didn't yeah. even win. Like, but Damn. it also felt kind of good because it's like Made an impact. you don't have to win those shows to make an impact and to, you know, it showed me that I love music and it showed me that performing is what I wanted to do. It laid a great foundation for me and that I was able to move straight to Nashville. But no, I, I did think it was hilarious that people thought that I won that season. Were you on Blake's team? I was on Blake's team. Do not people? watch a video. Ugh, <laughs> it's so bad. Who was who else were the judges at that time? It was the original four. So it was me. It was, it was Blake. I'm sorry. Blake, CeeLo Green, Christine Aguilera, and Adam Levine. All right. So how nervous were you? Were you nervous when you got on stage? Because you must have been oh real young. Oh my God. I was 17. Damn. So 12 years ago. I'm 29. Okay. So yeah, I was... You know, I've never been on a soundstage in Los Angeles, California in yeah. my life. Just that in general. I'm sure you've been you've been on reality yeah. TV. You yeah. know, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, yeah. you, you think you know what that life's like and you don't. Yeah. And it's like, so I am, you know, do all these preliminary auditions before. And I had like four rounds of auditions. So you do the one I did in Nashville, which is where they saw me first. And then yeah. I did... One over Zoom, like Zoom, like a call thing. Well, it wasn't really an audition. It was more of a conversation. And they brought me out of California. And then I did one in front of Mark Burnett. Yeah. Survivor guy. Yeah. Survivor guy. That was a really interesting situation, too. Because I I think back at that audition and it was like the lights were low and it was very chill. You couldn't see the producers in the room. I didn't even know who the hell was in there until like later. Carson Carson was really sweet. Carson Daly. And he gave me like a little pat on the back. He goes, you got this you kid. Got this I was kid. like, thanks. Like, I was so nervous. Like, who the hell yeah. are you? My brother's like, oh, you met Carson Daly? Like, he's yeah. so jacked. TRL. Yeah. I didn't like, I mean, I watched MTV, but I wasn't like, that yeah. wasn't, that was a little. You were young. That was a little before yeah. me. And so anyways, I auditioned in front of them and then you found out. So you 
find out if you're going to make it to one of the blind audition days. Yeah. Well, there's four blind audition days. So there's 120 acts that are ready to audition for the judges. Well, you don't want to be on the fourth day because the season, the, the teams are probably going to be full by yeah. that point. So I was praying I would be day one or day two. Like, I was like, God, please let me be in one of the first two days. And I was on the first day. And um, when I auditioned, I auditioned with Hell on Heels and uh, Blake and Adam turned around for me. I think on the way that they edit it, because, you know, they always edit it mm-hmm. different. Adam turned around right away. Like, like as soon as he I the mean, first note. Right. I, I wasn't even halfway through the verse. And I, so, like, I remember it was such an out-of-body experience because I had practiced the song so much. I could have sang it in my sleep. Yeah. So I'm like singing and I like, I was like, holy shit, that's Adam Levine. Uh, and then I'm like, and he's looking just at staring him, at you. And he's staring at me and I'm like, all right, well, now I can't be like, I've made the, sh-. now like, I've made the show. I'm, I'm yeah. on. Like, the did vo- you just I'm relax all no, of a sudden? No, no, I was, I was relaxed, but then I was jacked yeah. because I was like, I made the show. My voice is cool. Like, yeah. I was jacked. And so then I'm like, and then I start singing and growling because when I first, okay, so when like, and I, when you watch the audition, you hear him say this, like when I first, like when I sing the verse, I'm like really quiet and my voice is like more of a tone that like I sing in now, but at 17, I didn't know how to like sing in that tone. Like I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just singing. Yeah. But then when the chorus hit, like I had so much growl and I went into this crazy country voice and that's when Blake turned is when the, when the chorus hit. And so, but he, but. Adam had been turned around for a while. And so I see him and then I'm like, and then I was like, all right, well, I made the show. So I, I was a little more relaxed, but I was in it. I, yeah, then I was like, I got to perform for these up. people. Yeah. I'm in this. And then Blake turned and I was like, oh my gosh, that is Blake <laughs> Shelton. I've seen him at the rodeo so many times. It was like so epic. And it was really hard because I knew... I knew I was going to pick Blake. I was going to say, knew, like, you go right on the show, you're like, if he turns, I'm if going he Blake. Turns, I'm going Blake. But I really appreciated the fact that Adam turned so First, soon. Yeah. Like, so that was hard, you right. know? And anytime I still see Adam, he's like, the one that got away, man. Yeah. You always remember that time. Like, What if Blake didn't turn? Say it was Adam and Christina I my, Aguilera. I think my life would have been totally different. Like, oh, I definitely, I would have picked Adam for sure. Because Adam, Adam was a really, he was a really good coach to everybody. Yeah, I feel yeah, like he was he's great. been one of the best Christina coaches. Christina is awesome too. Yeah. Christina's super sweet. But she's like, but I grew up listening to Maroon 5. Right. So I would have, you know, I songs about Jane, like best record ever. I would have picked him, but I always think about that. I'm like, because if somebody asked me that question before, they're like, what if you got on, what if you're on Adam's team? I said, I think my life would have looked totally different. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think I would have definitely been in Nashville at some point. Absolutely. Well, I don't know what, where I would be. Like, Blake just completely took me under his wing as a student. And then as a, I was, you know, he's my coach, but then he became family and came to my wedding and. That's awesome. You know, it's just like has been a part of my life ever since. So it's it's really, really special. That's so cool. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize the process leading up to that show. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think you put in an application, you get invited to go <laughs> sing, right? There's it's- a lot of steps beforehand. That's why anybody that reaches out to me and say, hey, I made the show or whatever. I'm like, listen, you've done it. Like, yeah. be proud of yourself now. Like, yeah. don't. And I'm just the example. Whatever whatever you're going to sing, because you only get to sing covers. You're not going to sing original songs. Just do things that you want to do to help promote you for when you get off the show. Because 
this show is just a blip in your career and it's right. going to help you lay a foundation, but it's not, it's not a chair turns around for you and you become a superstar. I mean, you see it exactly. on reality TV all the time. Some people resonate with people and then some don't and they fall off. And it's like, how are you going to capitalize on, yeah, sustain that? Cause it's, it's hard, but you got to have that personality. You've got to, and you got to have a sound and you got to stick to something. And when I was on the voice, I didn't even realize I was branding myself, but I was like, I wore, I always wore those Betsy Johnson tutu cupcake looking dresses, right. hair curl with a big flower on the side of my head. That was my brand. Like, and, and that's like, when I walked around, that's what I wore around town. Like, that's what they knew. Like, oh, Raylan's going to have a flower in her hair. She's going to wear cowgirl boots and her big old cupcake dresses. Like, that was that yeah. was the thing. And so it helped me kind of brand myself. But I didn't even know I was doing that. Being I tried to wear jeans on stage. And like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. That's not what Raylan wears, you know? Yeah. So, so there, there is, it is hard, though, I will say, I think to grow up, because I, I'm definitely not going to say I grew up, but I, I do think that I kind of grew up in the spotlight a little yeah, bit because it's 17. like 17 young. is young. Like Real young. When, I mean, I, when I think about growing up, I think about like Mickey Mouse Club and like, you know, some of those yeah. people have been doing it since they were like 10. But no, like when you're 17 and you're on a national, and millions and millions, of, I was the first audition right after the Super Bowl, the first audition to air. So they tell you what episode you're going to be on, but you don't know when in the episode you're going to be. Yeah. So they were like, you're going to be on Super Bowl, the Super Bowl Sunday episode. And you're like, damn. And I was like, damn. Hell yeah. So the Super Bowl ends, okay? And then, then Raylan comes on. Raylan comes on. Not even kidding you. Like, that's how it happened. That's like so, in the, the lottery for that Yeah, time just, slot. just in that time slot in general. Yeah. When it was awesome, because we didn't have to watch the whole right. freaking episode. But I, when I think about being that young, and all the eyes that were on me and, and a lot of hate. I mean, I didn't yeah. know. I was freaking 17 years old. Of course, I growled at every high note. Of course, I didn't really know. Like, I was learning how to sing. I was learning. I was learning in front of America. And right. some people either loved it or some people hated it. But I will say Blake was the perfect coach to have because he would not let anybody be mean to me. If they were yeah. mean to me, he would call them out and call them a chicken shit on, on Twitter. Like yeah. that's back when Twitter was a thing, right? Yeah. And he was just like, you know, and and two, I think it gave me a really tough skin for the business. And thank God I already had tough skin. Like, and thank God I have values and such a great faith and all those things. So that way, like when I look back, like it didn't affect me. Like some people would really get affected by that. And they do like mm -hmm. anybody, like most people that are on reality TV, they can't handle yeah. the outside. Hey, and but you've got to realize you're not going to please everybody. And two, when you put yourself in front of that many people, somebody's not going to like you yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. But learning that at a very young age was really good for me because going into Nashville and moving here at, I moved here at seven. I just turned because I turned 18 when I was in L.A. So moved here at 18 when people told me no or when things didn't go the way that I, ex ex you know, expected. I didn't get upset about it. I just right. kept on going. You yeah. know, And I think that that's really important to have a, the right mindset. That's impressive because 17 and going through all that. I mean, when I went through my reality TV stint, I was 29, 30. And that was even difficult. Yeah. But I've seen so many people in my situation just struggle with it and change. And it's yeah. just like, you don't know how to, how to handle the hate, the attention for, for better or for worse. But And two, I mean, I think a singing show and the show that you were on are totally different shows. 
But they edit it to way the way that they want to edit it. That's insane. Too like yeah, you know they don't get the whole on the fly interview yeah. where you don't even know like you just got off a show and I'm like bawling my eyes out. I just met Justin Bieber at least like I said that yeah. on national television. Yeah. I said oh shit on national television, which was hilarious yeah. too, because oh so when we went back in May for Blake's reunion episode, like some of those crew guys I haven't seen in years. ten years, ten yeah. or eleven years, like because I came back to do one of my songs so. They like, and we were all so close, like, and they're all still working there. And this one guy, he, he does like the main camera thing. And he came up to me, he goes, you're still the, you're still the only contestant and the youngest contestant to cuss on, cuss on national television. Really? I was like, hell yeah, man. That's it awesome. was so funny. The crew is great. I oh, love yeah. the crew. Like the first night that I got there and there's so many cameras yeah. and crew members and they, um, I ended up finding out later on the season that they all put bets with each other. On who's gonna win the show? That's epic. So the, all the cameramen and like the audio guys, so uh-huh. they're all kind of got their favorites, and that's fun though. Yeah, it makes it fun for them. There was this one guy. His name was his name was Froggy, and um, he was my he was the guy that always had my the, audio yeah. thing. And this is kind of messed up, but I think it's a funny story. So so when you're on reality TV, like they mic you up, and then you have a guy wearing you know where basically he's doing just your audio. So I was trying to figure out which one of my guys it was. So I hit the thing and then he jumped. I was like, oh, that's him. And then he's like, what the hell? And then that's how we became friends. It was funny. There are one sound guy. He was the main sound guy. It was one night and we were in Ireland and me and my buddy, Ben Higgins, we like snuck out of our room and he comes stumbling into this room, like completely shit face. And this is at like three in the morning and no cameras around and he falls over. And then he gets up and he just takes this huge thing of whiskey straight down the hatchet. And me and Ben are like, oh my God, what are we going to do with this guy? Yeah. And we didn't want to wake anybody up. And we walk him to his room. We put him to sleep on his bed. We leave. And then the next morning, all the guys were sitting around getting filmed. And everybody's like, where's uh, the audio guy? And he's like the main guy. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody goes, um, so-and-so is in the hospital. And we're no. like- no. And me and Ben like just look at each other like that. We're like, oh shit, shit. And uh <laughs> apparently he got up after we put him to bed and he must have fell and hit his head. He gashed his head open. No. And had to go to the hospital no. and got stitches. Did you almost not say you brought him to the room because you didn't, didn't want to get in trouble? We didn't say anything. Oh like we've never God. even talked about it. Like this is no. the first time anybody's hearing about that. Yeah. That is he's hilarious. Just like, and we're sitting there. We're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, shit, man. Yeah. Funny thing is, is I couldn't drink on the show. It was actually epic, though. I'm really grateful that I was 17 because I got to share a room with my with a parent. Like, either if it was my mom or my dad or my stepmom. And so I didn't have, like, that weird, like, sharing a room with a contestant like right. that. Yeah. That's kind that. of stressful. Ugh. Yeah. But I will say, like, I was grateful for that. And also, too, like, I didn't have all like the late drunk nights. I mean, yeah. I was 17. So we would yeah. like walk around Universal and then I would go. How long is the season filming? So that was back when they had really long lives. They don't do long of lives anymore. They kind of right. cut down really quick. Um, I started, I was out there in October for like two weeks the first time. And then I went back for the lives. No, it, it must have been longer than two weeks. Like maybe like three weeks. Then I went back for the lives in like March, yeah. and I was there for two months. Damn. So how yeah. long was filming? Twelve weeks. That's a long time. No, f- 
You can't talk to any friends, family, no cell phone, no internet, no TV. Okay, what do you think about The Golden Bachelor? I, I haven't I've watched it. You haven't watched it? No. I think it's hilarious. I bet. I mean, like, I'm- I've seen like, photos. I'm like the worst Bachelor like nation like person. Yeah. Like, I don't really care for The Bachelor. After I watched the- I don't remember what season I watched, and it pissed me off because they broke up. I'm like, I'm not getting emotionally invested anymore. Was it? That's wild. It was the one with- I can't remember. It was a blonde girl. I think it was Emily. And she was, oh, yeah. and she, she got was engaged to Jeff with to one F. Jeff with one F. And <laughs> yeah. I thought he was so sweet. And I was like, he's going to love her little girl. Yeah. This is going to be That's great. Right. Emily, she was a bachelorette twice, I believe. Ah, shit. I didn't even know yeah. that. But I'm just saying, like, after like that broke up, I was like, I'm not, I'm not giving any more time to this. People get emotionally they get em invested. It's, it's so crazy. stupid. It's stupid. It's, it's actually stupid. stupid. Yeah. And it's like, there's no way they're dating 5,000 people. Like, you can't. I'm jealous. I, yeah. I would literally yeah. suck on a show like that. I yeah. would be the worst. Like, I was rough. But it, <laughs> but being on, yeah. um, so watching The Golden Bachelor is hilarious because you have a bunch of 60-year-old women. So he's 71. That's you know cool. that, right? So he's 71. Yeah. I know that because great. I did a podcast and I announced that I was having a baby uh -huh. and I- I had no clue the Golden Bachelor was coming out for uh -huh. the announcement. And I like posted a teaser saying I have a special announcement. Everybody's like, oh my God, you're the Golden Bachelor. I'm like, you guys think I'm that old? Yeah. That, thank you, <laughs> yeah. but not. Um, no, he's 71 and he like was married for 40 years or something. His wife passed away. And so he's been- Are single. all the storylines my significant other passed away? So most of the storylines are that, or there's a few ladies that have been divorced a couple of times, but it's hilarious. To see the youngest one's 60, the youngest woman's 60, and the oldest one was 75, but she's she's not on the show anymore. Um, but I'm invested because I love seeing these 60-year-old women be kind of crazy. Like, of but the funny thing is, like when you're 60, you're also you're you're not like, oh, she's skinnier than me, or oh, yeah, she's this. A lot or, of the petty the, stuff the petty should shit's be out not, the window. It is out the window, and it actually is. It's more of like their kids and like one girl like left because her daughter like had something wrong with her pregnancy and she's like I'm not gonna be here like of yeah. course she left so it's it's a different dynamic which I think yeah. is interesting but also it's just hilarious because he cries all the time really? like he's emotional because he's emotional because of course that's like it's different like it's an Josh, emotional place yeah it is <laughs> and, and Josh was saying I think I would rather meet a family as a single guy, like with no family, than be an older man meeting somebody's kids and their grandkids. Because yeah. it's like, who doesn't have a heart for kids and grandkids? I know. Like, you know, I wonder what the logistics so, are. Like, the, they let them talk to anybody because, like, we couldn't talk to anybody, but these people all have kids and everything. They've got to be allowed to, to have communicate a little bit of communicate. Little bit. I, I think that they do. They, it yeah. has to be different. And yeah. also, too, but but seeing some of the like crazy like watching all these six year old women do like or sixty and seven year old women do never have I ever and like talk about some of the stuff that they've done, I was laughing. I was like, this is so pure. It's just it's great. I actually like older, right? More than the and they're probably legitimately there for love. Yeah, they are. And not social and media. And then also, there's this one girl that got so like dramatic about him being on like the one-on-one -on -one. bitch you're on the show don't it gets like tough, it's tough it's tough like tough. i just can't <laughs> it's like a one -on -one. <laughs> and then the next day he was like oh you're the one i was like our mr yeah. golden bachelor yeah. like Until i probably it, saw like the last i would say like <laughs> eight to ten guys in the house probably cry once 
And it's because you're just oh, you're beaten down. That's so You're beaten sad. down like a bag of pulp. Like you can't do anything. You can't like and as you a can't man, talk like, to anybody though. And two, the second thing is, is like I think it's different. I mean, men and women are very different. Yeah. And like as a man, I'm sure it's hard because it's like, that's my girl. Like, like you're protective. Yes. Like, right? That was like, how I was. Like, like, and that's, you know, and girls are protective too, but it's just different. Like, yeah. you know, you can't. It's way harder for a dude, like than like. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying whatever, but you know, it's guys just, are probably more competitive. They, too. And they're competitive. It's like, oh, do you work hard enough? It's yeah. like all that bullshit. Yeah. You have a lot that of testosterone. Part. Yeah, like I, it's hilarious. But seeing this man, like who said, and he looks great for his age. Yeah, he's. It's going to be very interesting. But I'm actually very intrigued because I love how and some of how oblivious some of these women are. You know, they'll just say things and. Because a few of them are catty, of course. There's catty women everywhere. It doesn't matter how old you are. Some people are catty. Yeah. But it's actually really, it's really funny. Like, I I think you would enjoy it. I think you enjoy it. Yeah, I can't, I never watched. It was too, like, um, traumatic for me to watch afterwards. Oh, absolutely. Because you know all of it. I know everything. Yeah. Then it's just like, ugh. But, I don't, uh, you know what? Truthfully, I haven't watched The Voice in years. I watched the blind auditions because I think that's still fun. That's fun. It's like watching... The, the first like week of everybody coming yeah. in, you're like, okay, let's yeah. see, whatever. And and I like to watch the end. What are the dates like on the Golden Bachelor? Where do they go? Like they can't be too physical. Yeah, but listen, <laughs> freaking, he is making out with everybody. Good for him. Like, see, I didn't know how that would be either. I didn't know. The funny thing about the, that is, is like you go into it and you're like, all right, I don't know how I'm going to feel like yeah. making out. Whatever air oxygen they have in that mansion as soon as you get there it's just like it's go time and you just start naturally doing it that is crazy i remember just like making out with her the first night in the front of the fireplace and there's just like 15 camera guys right there and And you're like like, oh shit i didn't think i was gonna do that yeah see love is blind is different because love is blind they say it's almost awkward like when i've listened to a few of the podcasts of like some of them talking they're like it's awkward when the cameras are on you and so you don't really want to say anything you know, uh, I mean, like, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, but the but with him, no, it, this one girl was like, "I'm falling for you. Like you're the love of my life." And he was like, "Thank you for saying that." And I was like, "Bitch, you're gone." Like you know, you, can't, you can you're always not, tell you're not allowed to say I love you. Well, the lead's not. I don't think he. Did, oh, he's not he, allowed. To he's say not it. allowed to say it. So he's not allowed. To, I didn't know that. Yeah, you're not so allowed to say it. So he's just saying, but you could and, always tell. Like the ones, and then there was this one girl that just kept on talking and Josh goes, he kept on kissing her. He probably just like telling her to shut up. Yeah. He's like, you know, you know, yeah. what, let's just be quiet. They're not, you're not allowed to say it. And then they don't want you, um, like when I got to the fantasy suites uh-huh. and they're like, you better not tell her that you love her. Like, we can't have you telling her that you need to do it on camera so we can see the reaction and everything. And I remember, um, she was crying in the fantasy suite because she was like asking me if I loved her and I was like I didn't want to say it <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, so nervous I didn't want to say it and I didn't say it because I also want I wanted it to also be kind of like a special, special. moment yeah and, uh, that's so stressful it was a stressful night it was I mean it was like yeah. roller coaster of all emotions and we yeah. just partied hard like and then it's like and then too you don't know how much alcohol is involved too oh, like that's another lot. thing a lot, a lot. you know like because you always yeah. see one thing I love about reality TV, especially Love is Blind, you just see them going downhill. And oh like, they got all those cameras on and their swimsuits and they are drinking on the Golden Bachelor. One of the girls was being just like super, like she just like, another thing that's so funny is when they tell him about the drama that's happening in the oh, house. I'm course, like, why does he know? 
They're Why gotta. does he have to? They, like, because the producers are like, hey, what'd you think about Tina over there? Don't you think that old Jimmy should know about? Like, they're they're just they're just. It's a whole yeah. storyline there. But it's funny seeing six year old women talk about other older women because yeah. it's like, listen, y'all are. Y'all and then they're going to come back 67. home and they're going to be like, that was so stupid. That was so like, stupid. Like, why did I get why, so upset? But that's your that? whole world. The only people that you talk to are the producers who are working yeah. for them. And they're you're sitting in this room where it's dark and you have cameras on you. And it's like basically a therapy session. And they're breaking down every part of you until like your childhood and pulling up your trauma and then trying to see how it affects you. And then they're talking about this guy. And then you're with this guy there. And then you're with their girl. And you think that she's just with you. And then you... you you're laying in bed and then another guy comes home and is like, I was just with her all night. It's You're just like, like, what the hell? It's a madhouse. That, but it's good that, TV. It's and good that's TV. All that matters. And it works. But is there, Josh said that there was, but I don't remember. Was there ever a bachelor or bachelorette that found love early and just was like, peace out? Um, Didn't that happen one time? I think with um, Claire, maybe. I don't But remember. there was like on my season, me and her kind of connected like, right out of the gates yeah. and she had said that to the producers like uh, she said that I was the one yeah. and that kind of screwed things up yeah. because they're like oh shit yeah, we got to we got to really figure out how to make how this to make, show how to make how to make uh, a show yeah, yeah. it's like so I'm sure not everybody wants to go through that process yeah. but that's another thing I forgot I need to figure out but I was like and I asked Josh like how did you know that this has happened yeah. obviously he probably watched that yeah. season yeah no she told me that she was going to pick me when there was 10 guys left and that wow. was terrible yeah, but then you're like, then you have to watch her. Exactly. That's that so was hard. awful. I'm like, I wish she never did that. And they found out that she did that. I could that. never do it, man. I'm yeah. so like, man, it's, that, it's that's wild. I'm thankful I was on like a reality show for for music. Yeah. But absolutely. there's no like cattiness on. Yeah. What about the, the battles? Don't you guys have battles? You're like, I want to kick that girl's battles. ass. I don't really care, man. I was just like, of course I wanted to win. You know, the Adley was on fun. my battle. What's that? Adley. Adley. Adley, the uh, Adley Stump, who does all the, um, she does all the prank stuff now. I don't know. She was on The Voice. Maybe I thought, if I, I saw like her. You, yeah, you, you know Adley. She hangs out with Sean and all that. Okay, probably. She's great. Yeah. But she was on my season. And we we always talk about it. We were like, remember, like, because it's like, it just, I wish that they would have done the battles because Adley killed that battle. She sounded so great. I, I mean, I was good. I was, I mean, I was good. I was okay. But like, yeah. when I think about like overall voice and more mature, I think she had definitely more mature voice, yeah. you know? Um, but the one thing that I liked, they changed about the show that I wish that they had on our season is like, let's say um, I had two artists and I picked artist A, you could save two people. And so you could pick and be like, I want to pick artist B for my, gotcha. for my, you know, yeah. team. And then it's cool because then you have an initiative to really both sing well and yeah. do your best performance because you know that you might get picked from another gotcha. team. So, yeah, the battles are intense. That's yeah, oh cool. my God. It was, that was I remember intense. there's one battle that sticks in my mind. I remember like always like watching on YouTube and it was um that girl who passed away, Christina Grimmy. Grimmy. And she battled that other girl. Her voice was so freaking cool. Both I loved of her them? voice. Christina and the girl she battled. I don't know what season they were on. Christina Grimmie was an amazing, really sweet girl too. Yeah. I met her a few times on The Voice when I went because I went back for certain things. Yeah, and she's really, she was really sweet. I wish I knew. What a freak accident! Oh my god, that was, so sad. That was so messed up, and she was such a talented, talented. What the girl. hell with Matthew Perry, man? Dude, like, I just read his book. 
This book is so good. Did you read it before he passed or after? Before. And I was like, I have like a list of like dream guests to have on the podcast. And I had Matthew Perry because he has been through some shit. I didn't realize he had gone through. I didn't realize that he's never been married and has no kids. Yeah. He he opened up big time in his book. He had a a terrible, terrible addiction. The painkillers, everything. Like he lost so much. He's like, I could tell you on that season of Friends, I was a complete drunk. I was on pills that season um he almost died a few times he was in and out of rehab like 50 60 times he would go into people's houses on open houses to find pills in like their cabinets oh, no like just uh he would fly private planes like across like just to get pills like he was tough so but he was, i need to read that is it a good book yeah i need to read that book yeah i'm trying to figure out who this girl is if you know her um Oh, the one that went against Christina Grimmie? Yeah. I just thought her voice was so wild. I'm like, I wonder where she is today. Um, Sam Baymeyer. That's like the only battle I remember. Oh, I remember her. He mad him. Like, that's a cool voice. Uh, oh, she sounds great. I, mean, I like when I love it when they make it their own. That's awesome. Would you recommend people to go on the voice? Because I've heard a lot of people with the voice and American Idol where some artists have been like, I would never want to do that because they own like the rights to your brand and music yeah. for so many years after. The one fortunate thing that I got because I didn't win the show and yeah. I was top 12 is I got picked up through Big Machine because Big Machine at the time, was affiliated with Universal. Right. And so it was like, if I wanted to be country, you'd go to Big Machine. If you wanted to do pop, then you'd go to, you'd get a deal with Universal. Gotcha. So I got picked up through um, Big Machine because we had a little bit of buzz going. So they got the first rights for me through my contract. But because I didn't make it yeah. past the top eight, so I was literally one week shy and then I got to own all my own publishing and own, like, it wasn't a full That's 360 sweet. deal. So it really ended up being such a God thing. That's yeah. why I'm just like, you always need to trust God's plan because it's yeah. like, it might seem like, because what would have, you know, three more weeks on the show really done for me? I don't think you it would have. plenty of publicity. Yeah, like more, a little more publicity, but, yeah. and then you get the, you know, the honor of winning the show. But yeah. I really feel like I kind of tapped out at what. Right. I could have done. Squeezed everything out of there. Yeah, squeezed. But I also did have a, so I was in the bottom three and I, you have to do like a song, like, you know, battling out your song. Is that like a call in and like hit no, pound yeah, nine yeah, to it's vote like for Raylan? Raylan and you get like, and I sang If I Die Young. I love the band Perry. I yeah, they were, <laughs> they're so good. And I hit a note at the end and it was just not. Not pretty. Don't watch Wasn't it. Wasn't good? No. I was like, Everybody's put gonna, on. Everybody listening right now is going to YouTube I was to like, watch. Put on your best boys. Like, <laughs> I, like my voice broke because I was so emotional. And then I remember when I hit the nut, I'm like, and I'm gone. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that's the wrap. <laughs> and reality hits. Yeah. Uh, at least I got it's to be just a been a good run. It's been a great run. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was so funny because when I hit that note, I was like, and you could tell, you could see that I felt like I disappointed Blake too, because it's like it's on television. The other Live, girl right? kicked my ass. I knew it, but yeah. it's okay. It worked out. It, it all it all worked out yeah. the way it's supposed to. But it's funny because when I hit that note, I was like, and I was embarrassed. You yeah. know, all my family and friends are watching back home, and 
put on your best. So I didn't listen to that song for a that very a long jam. time. It was very triggering. I don't even know if I told this to Kimberly, but I went to her, her recent release because she re-released the song and she put out a record and Kimberly's so sweet. But that song, man, was my nail in the coffin at the show. They okay. um they kind of like rebranded for a while. Rebranded for were, a little bit. And then did, now she's on her own. She's on her own now. Yeah. She's no brothers. Thing. No, I think it's just yeah. her. Yeah. She's so talented. I didn't realize that she wrote If I Die Young by herself. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That is act so cool. Like, because yeah. we all came up at the same time. So when I was signed to Big Machine, she, her and her brothers were signed to Big Machine. Taylor was there. Um, She's done Florida right. Georgia Line. Yeah. yeah, Taylor's done a great job. Um, like everybody was on the label. Like I'll yeah. never forget when Taylor won uh, the Icon Award, the CMAs, and that's where I got to meet her. And we all were hanging out, and it was at um, it's now Saint Anejo, but it was Saint Anejo before Saint Anejo was like yeah. a thing. But like they Love rented Saint out all of Saint Anejo. That, see, that's the part of Nashville. It feels like a utopia because it's like when I first moved here and first got into the industry like that's who like that's yeah. that's you know we were at saint anejo yeah freaking taylor swift Lord georgia line like right all these i think brooks and dunn were there and like freaking steven tyler like yeah. all these crazy artists in one room like just wild it was so cool yeah it's tough to find that so now. cool steven tyler, tyler everybody's always like oh i saw him just hanging out at losers by himself Classic. just like having a drink or i can see that What's your th what are your thoughts on the theory of Dolly Parton having two sleeve tattoos? Do you think that that's true? Is that a thing? You didn't know that? No. So people think that Dolly Parton because apparently Dolly's kind of crazy, which I love Dolly. Yeah, Dolly. So awesome. like she doesn't wear a wig. She'll wear a t-shirt and go into a random bar because nobody recognizes her because she apparently doesn't have blonde hair. She has like, or maybe she does have blonde hair, but she's fully tatted apparently. But I've met her a few times, and. I've gotta have a good makeup team set, to cover that up. No, right? but like she wears gloves. So she has nude full sleeves. Nude gloves under every shirt. And she always wear only wears long sleeves, if you if you notice. Now. Ooh. So I could believe it. And somebody asked her about it, and she goes, Well, I guess you'll never know it, of course, Dolly, in her yeah. boss boss way. She's like, hmm. She is find such out. an icon. She is such an icon. Now is it mo like obviously she has some banger songs yeah but is it more just like her personality yes yeah she just set she set a tone for the fun bubbly blonde personality yeah. that doesn't like but breaks the stereotype of like dumb blonde like that's why she has yeah. a song called dumb blonde like yeah. i'm not no dumb blonde like she is such a career woman and what she's built for herself and yeah dollywood and the imagination library the things that she, oh by the way have you done that yet dollywood no so you go online and, yeah. and the imagination library is something that she started and in Tennessee and then they do it a couple other states. Yeah. Your baby will get a book every month for the first like eight years of its life. Really? From imagination library and it gets sent because she didn't get books as a kid. So she Damn. like, so that's like this whole thing that she started. So that way kids that couldn't maybe afford books or couldn't get books, get a book every single month. Is it your is book included in that package? Huh? Is your book included no, in that package? No, but we didn't make it happen. I'm <laughs> yeah. sending you my books. Thank Don't worry you. about yeah. it. But you need to sign up the baby for it. And it's so All cute because right. it's like, it says Daisy Davis when it comes in. Really? It's like her own little mail. And it's, the books are so precious. Like, that's cool. You need, you need to do that for the baby. Yeah. There's a lot to do for the baby. What else do you have There's left? 
Um, got to put together the crib, but like we said, the nursery, I thought that once you come home from the hospital, you just throw them in the nursery and then you go to bed. It's like, nope, yeah. I guess you actually have to have them in your bedroom yeah. for a while. Yeah, you do. Um, some people though say that they've only had their kid in their bedroom for like three to four weeks and they're fantastic sleepers and it helped them out. Like everybody's getting more sleep. Yeah. I'm probably not going to be that way. I'm a helicopter dog dad. So you're going to be really bad. So I'm going to be bad. You're going to be bad. Andre's the opposite. So yeah. we had Daisy in the bed with us. So we had Daisy in September. Yeah. I remember we moved her in like January. Yeah. December, October, November, December. So she was about almost five months. Okay. And I enjoyed her being in the bed with us. Like yeah. everybody's different, but like we put her in the snuggle me. Another snuggle me is a must. I'm sure you have one of those. Is that like just like one the of little the pillow? No, the pillow thing that okay. you stick them in. Like that thing's amazing. So we put Daisy in the snuggle me. Yeah. In between me and Josh, and you don't move like, like yeah. the whole like People you're gonna, are gonna move. crush the baby. No, yeah. you are so you're like hyper senses just like come on like yeah. you're just like so you're. I remember I didn't even move, and I'm the craziest sleeper ever. Yeah, you can, like I'm wild when I sleep. You sleep like, on your oh, side. Like, yeah, I sleep on my side, my yeah. back. I just I'm always turning. But like when she was in bed with us, I literally would just stayed in one spot. Yeah, and then as she got bigger. I remember putting, we took a nap on the bed one time. Yeah. I was in more in the middle of the bed and like, oh, I miss her being that little. She doesn't cuddle no more. I feel like the age she's at now, that was the best too. Oh, too. She's so That's funny. The best. Like they're She'll so like, freaking cute. And- this is the thing. So she goes like, anytime she does anything cute, she goes, yay. Yeah. But now when she gets in trouble, she goes, yay. And I said, no, yay. No, no, yay. Because she does yay like when she does something yeah. good. But she wants me to do yay after she got in trouble because she wants to make everything all right, which is actually kind of sad. That is. But also it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. Or like if she doesn't, she goes, uh-oh. Or like if I, if I, you know, if I get onto her and we have to discipline her. Yeah. She'll be crying. She'll go, uh-oh. Like, and it's just like those little moments. It's like they're trying it's, to process and it's like so, it's so funny. Cute. And you see them like, and now when I say no, ugh. It's so funny. I'm like, no. And she'll look back at me and she'll go, and she'll smile, but she'll take her hand off of it. And then she'll, won't, like, won't do it for a while. And then 20 minutes later, she'll go back to that spot. I told her no. And then she'll do it again. It's so just, cute. It's so cute, though. But it, it's cute when they're two, but it's not going to be cute when they're 14. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you have to, oh, like, your background's your your dog. Like, that's bad. I know. I'm going to have to change that soon. You're going to have to change that soon. Yeah. How many dogs do you have? One. Okay. I had another one who passed before him. Um, so you're, you like, love your dog. dog. Guy. Yeah. Cause I had my first dog. He was 11 and a half when he passed. It was during COVID. And I had him from my last year of college, Aww. like through my 20s when I moved around the country by myself. Like he was there for everything. That was brutal. And I was like, I'm never getting another dog. Mm. And then I ended up getting another dog like a few months later. That's, I have a, a dog named Dolly. She is a chihuahua, and I've literally had her since I moved to Nashville at 18. But like, when she passes away, I think it's going to be sad. Sad. But everybody's sad. like, and this is where I also have debates with people. They say, once you have a baby, you're not going to love your dog as much. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I don't think that's possible. You're over here like, uh, nope, I agree with that. So It's a different love, obviously, different, but you don't just abandon your dog. You don't abandon your dog. Listen, this yeah. is a heated subject because you do not abandon your dog. Yeah. But you don't deal with your dog's bullshit anymore. Like the barking, like the stuff like that. When they, like when the, when your little sweet angel is just, you know, sleeping so perfectly on the couch 
and your dog barks yeah. and they wake up and start crying, you're, like, you're going to tell me that you're not going to get mad at your dog. <sighs> I know. But you haven't met your baby yet. I you know? know. But what, like, I will, we were on like super high alert when Daisy was little, but as Daisy's gotten bigger and she loves Cash and loves Dolly, yeah. I'm, I just more didn't want anything to happen because I have a German Shepherd. We have a German Shepherd named Cash. So Cash like loves my husband, Josh. Dolly like definitely is more towards yeah. me. She does. I'm seeing like, a theme with the names. What? Cash and Dolly. I know. <laughs> and it's so funny. It's like if I ever had another girl, I want to name her Dolly, but like I can't have a dog named Dolly and a kid yeah. named Dolly. So it'd have to be after Dolly's like gone. So we won't talk about that, but that's sad. No, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. Yeah. But when it comes to like, but now... Cash is super protective of Daisy, and he always has been. Right. But they have a sweet little relationship, and so I'm like, all right, you're good. But yeah. like that first couple of months, though, because it's like she I grabbed know. a toy, and he got, mm. and I'm, and he did not growl, but he made a noise, and, and I was like, like hell no, not. and I yeah. whooped his ass, yeah. and he went outside because it's like it takes one time, exactly. You know, that's happened. So many it's happened times more, people. multiple times, and you just gotta remember that they're dogs. Like yeah. even though you, I trust Cash, and I know that I. Genuinely don't think that Cash would hurt ever hurt Daisy. Yeah. It's still a dog. Yeah. You know? And you don't realize that that it's just it's a dog until you have a kid. But you still love your animals. Yeah. Of but course. it's just a, a different, different love. it's a different love because it's like Yeah. You you're gonna be tired. Yeah. You're gonna be up with this kid all night. Yeah. You're gonna be helping Dre, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. And then, you know, he does yeah. something that pisses you off. It's different. So and it's I feel just like this dog I have now, Walter, is so much better than. <laughs> I love Walter. Such <laughs> yeah. a good, that's such a good dog. Name. I love old man names yeah. for dogs. Um, but he's so much better equipped to be a brother to baby than my other dog that I had because my other dog was so obsessed with me. Yeah, like didn't want anybody near me. Yeah, like I'd be hard. a little nervous with the baby, but Walter's just like I met. A, I met a friend, and they're. <laughs> They had a, a cat named Nigel. I that's think that's great. the best cat yeah. name. Or Kevin. Yeah. Well, I don't know why older, like Walter's the perfect dog yeah. name. Yeah. I have another dog name that I want eventually. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to say it. I'll just edit it out. But I'm like, I think Daryl would be such Darryl's a funny. Daryl's a funny name. Yeah. Daryl's a good one. one. Daryl's a good one. I mean, they take it. Who cares? Yeah. Daryl. Yeah, okay. It's not that big. Not that's, that important. Yeah. That's hilarious. Do you want to, do you want to get any more dogs? I don't know. Eventually. Yeah. I don't know. You got a baby on the way. I got a baby. Yeah. So I was hoping for twins, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I would have thought that'd be awesome. I love it how men want twins. Yeah. The guy's like, oh, (laughs) you know what? I want twins. I don't have to birth the things. I don't have to carry Yeah. Twins sound epic. I'll be there to help catch them. Yeah. Like. Why did you want twins? Um, Because I think it's two for one, which is great. I've always wanted like kind of a big family. Um. You're born with your best friend, yeah. right? So they always have each other's back for their whole lives. Yep. I've seen so many relationships with twins and it's just like, it's so cool. You always have that to count on. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we we're going to have twins because my aunts are identical twins. My grandma was a twin. I have cousins who are twins. My dad's a twin. Barry and Gary. Barry and Gary. There you go. Some redneck shit. That is some I, redneck I think that's shit. Funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought twins would be cool. Yeah. It'd be pretty tough at first to figure it's the, out who's It's who. tough at first, but once they say they get like around two, because Daisy, it's sad because it's like, you know, it's just Daisy. But when she, like she had a, a friend come over this morning for a little bit when her mom went to go work out. And when she sees her buddies, yeah. she just gets jacked. Yeah. Like she is like runs up, hugs them. Like, yeah. and it's super cute now to see. So she's going to be a really good big sister, but I could see how twins, it's hard. Oh. My my best friend, her um, sister has a son and then two two girls and it's like 
to see their little personalities yeah. and they, it is a built-in best friend. Yeah. You know? And you said you wanted a girl. I, I know. And most females, I feel like they want like a boy first to be protective over a girl. The reason why I wanted a girl is my mother-in-law, she was like, you want your girl first because she goes, first of all, God knows better than us. If you have a boy, it's great. But when you have a, when you have a daughter first, like they want to be mommy. And yeah. I've already seen that with Daisy. Like when, and it, when, a, when a little baby comes over, like she's very sweet, very yeah. tender, like we'll get on their level. If they crawl, she crawls, yeah. she's going to sit like really sweet. So you kind of have like a built-in little mommy. And yeah. so they want to help boys. They're just hellions. They're yeah. like, hell no, new baby. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go mess up some shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but girls, they're very, they want to yeah. help out. So yeah. that's why I was super jacked to have a girl first. Right. And two, like if you meet Daisy, like she's going to be like the best big sister. Right. But she's not going to deal with shit. Like she's going to. That's awesome. You know, she's going to come. She's going to come out swinging. How'd you come up with Daisy? Okay. So I was at Claire's. I was buying something. I, I always the jewelry I buy, store, Claire's. Like, like, like I didn't the know kids. they still have that yeah. store. That's where I got. So I was getting nose rings in there because yeah. you can yeah. buy cheap nose rings. So I was in there buying a nose ring and this little girl, she had her hair in pigtails, curly yeah. blonde hair, Coke bottle glasses, like she couldn't see. And, and I'm I'm blind as a bat. And so is Josh. Like we both wear glasses, yeah. contacts, all the things. This little girl, she was just bopping around with her curly blonde pigtails and her and her big old glasses and uh, her mom was like, Daisy, hurry up. We got to we gotta leave. We got to get back to daddy. She goes, okay. And like seeing her little personality, her outfit, her hair, going back. And then she looked back at me. She had these big old blue eyes. I was like, Daisy, Daisy yeah. Davis. Daisy is the cutest so cute. name. And seeing the personality behind it. And so we didn't even have another name. It was Daisy. Yeah. And I was, then they're like, what if you look at the baby and it's not a Daisy? I was like, I'm telling you, it's a Daisy. I know like Daisy Davis, like that's that sounds our, good. That's our yeah. name. So we named her Daisy Ray, Ray after me. And so, okay, I like yeah. that. I wonder if those people know that you named them after probably not some random person. No, they'll I just, never know. They'll never know. Yeah, and Daisy and I Davis. and I like Daisy. That's a, it's a little classic too. It's yeah, old school. It is. I like names it's like country. Lucy, Louise. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's very country. Yeah. But if I have a boy, like I'm really stuck on like what what I would name a son, like because yeah. I want it to be cool, but I also want it to be manly, not too yeah. hipster, you yeah. know. You want to be like, nice want to be strong. Like yeah. I like almost like a John or like Judah or like a Jack. Yeah, Josh. Like my husband's yeah. name is Josh. You know, Sean. Sean, Grace, super strong. Sean, Liam, <laughs> yeah. Grayson. Like you know, strong. Yeah. Like Grayson. You think that's a strong one? That's a little uh, hipster. I don't, know. I don't feel like you would have uh, liked a Grayson. Grayson's like Grayson's a sweet name. Every Grayson yeah. I've ever met, I've, I've always liked. Gray sounds better. Great, but Gray's cool. But yeah. but Grayson's a good man name. Like yeah. you know, Gray. Yeah. I wanted. We have ours. The girl and the guy name. What are some guy, gr girl names you didn't use and guy boy names you didn't use? Uh, I was a strong advocate for Brooks, or Brooklyn, for, a, for, a for boy. For Brooks. a boy. Brooks, Brooks Booth. I think Brooks is cool. Yeah. But Brooks she, Booth, that's a, yeah, that's a tongue twister. She knew a lot of people who had Brooks. Okay. Um, one that I'm still, uh, yeah, we've got them set in stone, but we really, and I really liked Stevie for a girl. Stevie's cute. I love Stevie Nicks. My dad's name Lonnie is Lonnie is Steve. a cute name. Yeah. Oh, Stevie. Stevie. I love it when you name, so your dad's name is Steve. Steve. That's precious. Yeah, so yeah. Stevie. So Stevie's, Stevie. Stevie's cool. Stevie's cool. Um. But we do not have middle names. Okay. That's the hold up right now. Okay. No middle You want names. something? My dad was always saying that. My dad's so cute. He's from Louisiana. Yeah. He's like, 
who an ass. He's great. Yeah. But he was talking about, you want something that just rolls off the tongue. I like, know. You know, so yeah. it's like nothing that is super too much to think about. That's why we liked Daisy Ray Davis, like Daisy Ray. Like, yeah. I even liked Daisy Louise. I thought that would have been cute. That's Call cute. her Daisy Lou or yeah. Daisy. But Ray was cute. I also liked Daisy Lee. I like, Lee, I don't yeah. know. Lee's but my sister's Ray, name. Ray was the right one. But you want to pick something that's sh- short. Yeah. Maybe not too short. It depends on what, like, yeah. I don't really like the whole three first names things. Like, that's, no. you know, a lot yeah. of country artists do it. What's yeah. your full name? Ray, so my maiden name was Rachel Lynn Woodward. But okay. now I'm Rachel Lynn Davis. And then you became Ray Lynn so when it was you went a on The Voice? Okay, so, so people always called you that? No. So like my grandmother, uh, my mom's mom called me Ray Lynn. And yeah. it was kind of just like a nickname that people, yeah. some people would call me. Most people called me Rachel or Ray uh, or Rach. Yeah. So like all my all my friends growing up just called me Rachel. They called me Little Rachel because growing up in church, there was an older girl named Rachel. So she was Big Rachel and yeah. I was Little Rachel. Yeah. So like Little Rachel was my Little Rachel. And little I'm Ray literally Ray. like Little Ray. But yeah. I'm also like 5'1", so it worked, you know. Yeah. But I, um, as I got, you know, into doing music and started like. You need a stage name. Yeah, I see a stage name. And yeah. I was like, Rachel Woodward is the worst stage name ever. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Rachel Woodward. You know what I mean? Like I was That's the kid that one. like was at the end of the line at, you know, in elementary, yeah. like Woodward. And so I was like, I love Reba and Dolly. Like, I love the one name thing. Yeah. I was like, Ray Lynn sounds like a cool. Yeah. That sounds like a cool name. Nobody's done that before. That's a cool Ray one. Lynn. Yeah. Like, that's cool. And then, um, so yeah, and then I Googled it and it meant popular. And I was like. There you go. Welcome like, to Ray Lynn. popular. Come on. Down on Broadway. Cool. Ray Lynn. Let's get it going. Broadway. I know. We're gonna, are you going to come? Yeah, I'll come. That'd Third floor. Third floor. Um, That's awesome. No, but that's that's how he got the. That's how I got the name, but it is really funny though, because my my friends that know me as Rachel, yeah, like when they people first started calling me Raylan, they would get really pissed. They're like, "Who the hell are you talking about?" Yeah. Like, we went to this. My girlfriend gets like really like like there was one time somebody was like, "Oh, weren't you in like was it Rachel Rachel Davis?" They called me Rachel Davis. So like, weren't you in Rachel Davis's wedding? She was like, "Who the hell is Rachel, Rachel Davis? Davis?" Yeah, Rachel Davis, and she goes. She literally like had like a full blown conversation with her for thirty minutes. She goes, "I have no idea who you're talking about." She goes, "This girl." And she goes, "Oh, Rachel Woodward." Of course, because it's like my married yeah. name now. But I like Davis so much better. It's just classic. Woodward, yeah. Even though there's more of me in the YMCA now, and when I went to the YMCA, like, but if they spell my name right, there's only <laughs> one of me. But if they spell my name wrong, because my mom spelled my name wrong. Okay, it's R A C H E A L. When you look yeah, at you it, it, an, it looks like a typo when you see it. Yeah, it's, it's sad. A E L. No, but mine's E A L. But it should be A E L. A E L or E L. Just R A C H E L. E. But mine's E A L. Yeah. E-A-L yeah, it should a, be R A C H E L or R A C H A E L. Yes. So that's how I would always know when I would go into the Y when we used to live in Green Hills. I'd be like Rachel Davis, and they'd be like, "Which one?" I'm like. You didn't spell it right. It's yeah. E-A-L. They're like, oh, gotcha. Because yeah. they knew. Because I knew that there was, I've never met somebody with the spelling of mine. But it makes me unique. But also when you look at it, it looks like it's typed wrong. Right. Yeah. See, that's what I want to do too with the kid's name is unique. Like, yeah. Not too crazy unique. Where are, you're you gonna, like, are you going to do some weird spelling? Don't do like Anna Lee, A-N-N-A-L-E-E-E. I hate that. As, <laughs> yeah. as an artist who has to sign. Yeah. 
freaking things for yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, what does when, your sign I, look like? I it, hate it's it. just a R-A. No, no, I do a pretty sign, but I hate it like when like somebody like gives me their kid's name and it's like the aw- most awful spelling. I'm yeah. like, why did you do this to this child? Like, this is not fair. Do you sign a lot of autographs? Oh, still? yeah, I love. That's my it's favorite funny. thing. It's funny. It's like. Yeah. Like at the charity events we do for softball and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, who, what are you going to do there with this was... autograph? It's worth nothing. <laughs> well, you think that. I know. It's funny though, signing autographs. I think it's do, just such a funny do you think thing. Do you think it's funny? I do. I, 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 think, like, I think athletes and I, artists. I always like wonder what they're going to do with them. Actually, I Googled. I eBayed one time to see it, but I had a few things. It was they like were 12 not bucks. As, they weren't that expensive, and <laughs> yeah. I felt really like, I was like, damn, that's so cheap. Or you got that like sucks. the people that come up with the different Sharpies. It's like yeah. an old man. He's like, you have to sign it in this color because they can only sell no, and that I used, color. No, and I used to not do it. You want to do it? Mm-mm, I'd be like, I'm not doing it. It was the gold and blue because yeah. they could lift us, and I'll do black. So if you have it. You yeah. Know? And then they'd be like, oh, and gold. I was like, all right, well, I'm not doing it. Sorry. Damn. But now I just don't even care. I mean, that was back in the day. Yeah. I was like, trying to be cool. I mean, now I'm just like, give me, a, give me a blue. Following you. you know what? If you want to sell my signature, yeah. if you really need money that much, <laughs> you take it, buddy. Yeah. Like, I will, I'll sign it with the blue Sharpie. The blue Sharpie. I, wait, did, were you on the losing team? At, uh, yeah, I've lost oh, every year, three years in a row. We won. You did? We came out swinging. And we had all the athletes, too, though. It made no sense. We were like... We're going to kill this team. We thought we were going to destroy you guys. Did y'all really have all the athletes? Yeah, we had all the athletes. Apparently you didn't. I, apparently we like, didn't. We you had crushed. Ernest and Hardy, right? Those yeah. guys are always on the And then Danae the crushed. She did. Danae was Danae really crushed. good. She was a last minute pick by Jelly, and I was like, that was smart. Yeah. Can we talk about Jelly? Alabama. Yeah, he's great. Jelly is like the most famous guy in the world right now. When I he met him- He is so sweet. A couple years ago, I think I probably met him at the softball game. Yeah. And nobody really knew who he was. I never knew who he was. Yeah. And it's like this year, everybody in the stands were there to see Jelly. He, it's my insane. favorite thing is everybody just- Loves a story. Who doesn't love a story, exactly. especially of a comeback story and a story of just somebody persevering and yeah. making it happen. And, you know- whether you agree with him and his lifestyle, that shit doesn't really matter. No. That he is so authentic and he is such a good human being. He's so nice. So nice. So like nice. I saw him at the Hardy concert last week and the him just taking the time to like, you know, came out and it's like, I don't know if he knows my name and he does. Like, yeah. but like you know, you do I don't I hate people that expect people to know them. That always bothers yeah. me. Like when an influencer, like I met an influencer recently and they were mad that I didn't know who they were. Who was I, it? Tell us. I'm not, I'm Tell not us. Say it. Whisper it. I don't even remember, really remember it. Give me like um, mouth whisper Okay, it. I'll tell you later. <laughs> but like, I was just like, I don't, I'm not around enough. Yeah, to, you should you know, never And I'm do a that. mom and like, I'm just not, when I go to these things, I just go to them. So like, I don't know who has, and cool, you have more followers than me. But that yeah. means I should know you. If like, I was Michael Jordan, I'd be like, hey, I'm Michael. I would never expect no, anybody ex- to know. Nobody. Yeah. No, nobody. I would never expect anybody yeah. to know yeah. who I am. So the fact that like he like he like came back because he was just singing with Lanny Wilson and he's like, Ray. And I was like, good to see you. And, he, and then he remembered Josh. And like yeah. that was really sweet. And we just sat there and talked. And he and he's not in a rush either. Like I hate when you're talking to somebody and I do this too, like as an artist, like if I'm trying to get somewhere and like, and that's why I don't feel bad either. Mm -hmm. Like if he was like, Oh, I got to go, I got to go meet radio or like whatever. Right. But I love it when people are just relaxed and they're taking the time and like that just goes such a long way. And he does that. He's so intentional. And it's something that everybody can learn as an influencer. If you're wanting to be in music, 
be intentional. Like right. that's what keeps you in this business is your intentional, good friendships and relationships. Yeah. And he is one of those dudes. Everybody and his loves wife him. is awesome. She's super yeah. funny. Yep. She is, she's herself. And like, no, yeah, they're, they're great. He's, I'm, I'm so proud of him. Yeah. That's why He's doing great. He has like a Netflix show. Yeah. He's just doing it. Yeah. Killing it. Um, usually here we have, my friend Sam Cat who sits over there and I always, for some reason, break down her outfit for the people listening at home. And then okay. you came in and was like, we got to break down this outfit. What do we got okay. here? I am wearing, this is actually the Davis Giddy Up set. You can buy it at buddylove.com. Buddylove.com. Yeah. So I did a collab with Buddy Love for okay. clothing collab. So All right. it's pretty fly. It I, This kind of looks like me a little yep. bit. Yep. Like, it's just a like a sweatsuit. Sweatsuit. Cactus. Cactuses. Cowgirl boots. It's like, I, I want to be comfortable, but I came to party, you know? You did, so, yeah. And I, you know, and then my shoes, I think these are my Air Force Jordans. Yep. Is that what they look like? Yep. Um, Honestly, they're kid size. Don't know if they'll have them. And you're- That's the best because you get them for like 50% off. Honestly, yeah, I still feel like I paid too much for them. Like, <laughs> I get nervous. My, uh, When I bought them, my friend was like, did you put crease pads in them? I go, what the hell are What's crease, a crease pads? Pad? What is a crease yeah. pad? And I didn't know that that was like a thing. So I I, I put, I like, I, I brought these out just for you. I appreciate it. And I've only worn them. Crease second, free, not even using crease pads. second time wearing them. And I've had them for like six months. I appreciate it. Do you appreciate that? Yeah, I felt like it was going to really do. bring the outfit together. Yes, it My does. socks are from Some white Aritza. tube socks. Is that, are those white? Those They're pink? from Aritzia. Aritzia? Aritzia. 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 I don't get out much. <laughs> yeah. You know? I stop at Bass Pro Shops. Not Aritzia. Yep. I'm just kidding. I do okay. love Aritzia. Uh, what else am I wearing? I'm wearing nice, you know. Beautiful wedding ring from Genesis Diamonds. Things uh, shined up. Got um, earrings from Amazon. Hoops. Amazon hoops. hoops. The full breakdown. Yeah. Hair straight. Hair straight. Yeah. Uh, tucked behind the ear. One ear is tucked. Got a cross stud earring because I lost the other one, so I just put it in a random one. I was like, damn it. That's I like, really I feel sad. like what most, yeah. you know, like Deion Sanders. This My one. hair is done by a man named... Tyler, y'all go check him out behind Tyler's chair if you want to get blonde. Where is that located? Located in Franklin, Tennessee. Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah. All right. Is that where you get your hair done, Andrew? Yeah. Are you gonna do like rapid fire questions? Do you do you want rapid fire questions? I think rapid fire questions are fun. All right. Off the dome here. I'm going for it. What's your favorite drink? Favorite drink, margarita. Favorite song that you've ever written? Favorite song that I've ever written. Um, probably Love Triangle. What's the most important or most sentimental song for your career that you think is it gonna be a love triangle let me rephrase no. that what okay. is the one song that you think everybody will know you by if you had to put one song on your tombstone oh gosh really yeah honestly keep up that'd be kind of fun all right get shit done with my own two hands that's funny all right because i'm a funny chick I'm okay i really don't think that i'm that funny you're pretty funny. You think that I'm funny? Yeah. Oh. Electric personality. It's you what it says what? on your one I, sheet. <laughs> I've always just like, I just want people to think that I'm funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't really don't care about anything else. Who's your favorite artist? Favorite artist. That's Male. hard. Male. Yep. Like genre? Right now. You give me a genre. If you had, all right, let's just do. Post Malone. Posty. Oh, wow. I'm so jealous that Hardy and Morgan are singing with him. I just want to meet him. So you would, that would be your dream oh, collab? Dream collab. Posty yeah. Malone. What do you think about those. Zach Bryan? I like Zach Bryan. He's, He's great. He's awesome. I'm like getting into that kind of the country homegrown. music. The homegrown yeah. vibey. Like, uh, I like Oliver Anthony. Like his, his shit's yeah, cool. His, yeah. You know, he's just like blew up overnight. It's like, hey, yeah. man. But I, I love stuff like that. Like that's 
we were talking about music industry being the yeah. wild wild west yeah bam yeah. there you go oliver anthony recording in his house we spent thousands and thousands of dollars on recording. He did one TikTok video. One TikTok video blew up. Yeah. Um, Who's your least favorite artist in Nashville, Tennessee? Not answering that. <laughs> All right. Hardest part about being a mom. Hardest part about being a mom. Being away from him. It's a good answer. It's true though. It's like it's like you you're good for like the first like maybe day. Yeah. If that, and then you're just like, damn, you feel like a piece of you missing. What's the what's your favorite city to perform in? Um, my gosh, anywhere and like BFE, like any city that's like outside of a major city in that super country. And that's why I can't pick one because like I hate playing like, like Nashville is one of the worst places to play, in my opinion, because everybody plays yeah, Nashville. Yeah. Nobody's, everybody nobody's, says. nobody's excited. It's because we're like, all used to it. You're all we're, used to it. Yeah. But if you play in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, mm -hmm. where they don't see nobody, they are jacked to be there. Like, so I like to play in like places that like, just like random country towns. All right. But out of all of those, probably one of my favorite, one of my recent favorite festivals that I did was that one in Wisconsin. It was like Ashley for the Arts. It was like a festival. Yeah. And I never even knew this festival existed, but yeah. it was in the middle of nowhere. In between, and like, it was kind of like, you went through all kinds of kinds of places to get to this festival. I was like, right. where the hell are we going? And yeah. it was, the fans were so awesome. All right. Like epic. I was like, I didn't even know I was going to have fans I feel like here. Places like that are the best to play. And I opened up for One Republic. I was like, there's going to be no fans for me here, but they were great. I love shocking things like that. Okay. Hit me with some rapid fire. Hit me with some rapid fire. Okay. What's your favorite color? Depends. Don't pick the color that you wear the most. I was going to say black. Favorite. Is that your favorite uh, color? My first, I was going to say blue. Blue. Okay. What's your favorite thing about Dre? Um, her personality. Personality. Yeah. Great. Um, what's your favorite TV show right now? Favorite TV show right now is, that's a good question. I love Netflix, like documentaries and- Documentaries? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite song right now? Favorite song is Zach Bryan, um, like I just mentioned, and it is- The one with Casey Musgraves? That one is good, um, but I also like, because it makes me think of The Baby. Aw. Um- Sun to me. Oh, That's a good okay. One. I got to listen to it. Yeah. Let me give you one more. Yeah. What's your dream car? Dream car. I'm driving it. Jeep Wrangler. I've always Jeep loved Wrangler? Jeep Wranglers. That, see, that's classy. Yeah. That's classy. Yeah. My dream car is not like some bougie ass. Yeah, like a Lamborghini. I honestly would do one of those vintage Broncos. Yeah, like, I do. Those are sick. Yeah, those Just are like, sick, but they're too trendy now. They are too Everybody trendy. Wants it them. got trendy. Or I would do like a like a nineties F one fifty jacked up. Yeah, you're so country. Like I'm yeah, talking like yeah. like the nineties square body. Yes. You know, like early nineties. Yep. Uh jacked up, redo the inside, candy apple red. Like the two tone fire. though on the outside. Two tone. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking like that's what I would want. Yeah. And I like the old school uh Dodge Challengers, like the seventies or sixties. Those, are cool. those yeah. are cool. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. Cool. Well, where can we find you? What do you got going on? Well, Tell all the people. Find me, Raylan Official. <laughs> Raylan Official on Instagram. I've been just trying type to get, in Ray. I've been trying to get Raylan for a while, just Raylan. But Does somebody some have it? Like knitting you tried negotiating I, with them? No, nah, it's not worth it. It's just like- Some guy reached out to me. He has Sean Booth and he's tried negotiating with me for years. How much does he want? I can't remember. I, I sent him an offer and it wasn't much and he wouldn't give it to me. 
Yeah, but you know, this girl has a small business. I'm not trying to mess that up. It's like, you know, yeah. Raylan Official, Raylan, same, same. Um, Raylan Official on Instagram. I think it's Raylan Official on TikTok too, or is it Raylan? Yeah. Raylan. Raylan anything. Um, you got Raylan, like new Raylan. Album out. I'm working on an album right now. Yeah. Figuring out what I'm going to do with it, which I'm excited. Writing a lot of great music that I'm pumped about. What's the latest song um, that came out that you released? Latest song is called What's Wrong With That? And it's already about Josh. Okay. It's basically like what's wrong with letting a man be a man and open yeah. the door for you. Basically, you know, chivalry's a little bit dead, I feel like now. And yeah. I kind of just like poke fun at, you know. Society right society now. Society right now, honestly. and it, yeah. But it's doing really well. I'm really excited really? about it. The video has my husband in it and my daughter. Nice. So that was my latest release. And actually, what? Is it hard to write songs now that you're just like such a good spot in life? <laughs> I feel yeah, like a lot like, of songwriting comes from pain or relationships, breakups. And it's like, everything's good here. I got my man. I got my baby. You know, it's funny because I was just talking about this because I feel like my record now, the record that I'm working on right now is super special because I talk about like I'm writing when I write about pain, it's like the pain of like, you know, when you do hurt the person you love and you mm -hmm. didn't mean to hurt them, like, mm -hmm. you know, because you, you go through stuff in relationships yeah, or like when you do like, you know, have to leave your child or when watching your kid grow up, like, yeah. you know, I wrote a song called They Grow Up and it's about Daisy just like. I, I feel like I'm already like I get emotional just thinking about her getting older, right. you know, and it's like you only have 18 summers when you think about that. That's not two have already went by. And yeah. so like so there is there is still emotional subjects to yeah to write and sing about. And so you just have to tap into a different emotion. And two, like I've always been one of those people that can tap into things that I felt years, you know, ago. years ago yeah, or if like. There's been times where like a friend's gone through something and given me an idea and I yeah. bring it from her perspective. And so I think as a songwriter, I don't try to get too in my head about my story because I feel like, you know, if I can sing somebody else's story and be able to narrate that, that's beautiful too. But if I do narrate it, I write it in the way where it's coming from a storyteller aspect instead of this is what I've gone through. Yeah. More of like it was a girl that does, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of that, yeah. that aspect. But I'm really excited about this project because I feel like there really is nobody in country music that, you know, I've been married for eight years. Yeah. I have a baby. Like, I'm happily married. And yeah. I've been doing this for almost 12 years. And yeah. we're still doing it. And riding from that perspective and owning that and I'm country as shit. Like, you know, that's yeah. not changing. Love the Lord more than anything. Like, right. and so all those things that make me unique, I'm trying to, I'm not going to try to write from an, from a perspective that doesn't relate to me. Right. And my fans are the same way. Like when I go out and see my my fans, they have kids. Like yeah. they're there. You know they're what I mean? And it's like they're too. growing with yeah. you. Not saying you can't get new fans too, yeah. but it's important to know where your fans are at and who they are. Right. So. Well, that's awesome. You're doing yeah. an amazing job. I think it's Thank easy you. for You're people to sweet. connect with you. Yeah. Come on, connect with me. We're going to be doing a lot of shows next year. It'll be fun. And yeah. I'm doing a stadium tour with, doing five stadium shows next year with Kane Brown. So Ooh, nice. We're doing baseball stadiums. I get to play Fenway. Fenway's awesome. I grew up in Connecticut, so oh, I always went to Fenway. Hell yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should come. I'll be there. You should come. You and Dre and the baby. We'll be there. Bring her in her little one. Uh, I can't wait to walk around and like oh, the you're baby Bjorn it. and oh, you're gonna love throw him on a backpack behind me. The backpack? There's a certain backpack. I don't know if you've already got one. You probably already have one. There's I saw a, one at Nordstrom's. It was pretty sweet. The, the one from Nordstrom's is not as good as the one. I'm going to send you the link when I get All out right, here. Send me the that link. one is too complicated. This one's like, we use it every day. Peace cake. The walks. 
All right. Well, thank you, Raylan. Awesome. Thank Check you for her having out. Me. Appreciate it. Team on three.